So the market is going to shift from being a focused market around capital growth to a focused market around rental growth. A great paradigm unfolding in 2023. Welcome to the Urban Property Investor. I'm your host, Sam Saggers, here to help you crack the code of real estate wealth. Today's show, a code cracker. We're going to dig into my predictions for 2023 when it comes to real estate as an investment. And tell you what, folks, I'm back. I'm back from the crazy island of Norfolk. Yes, if you want to hang out with weirdos, Norfolk Island is the place for you. It is a strange place. But I tell you what, if you want to get off the beaten track and of course get away from the digital world then places like Norfolk are a standout. I loved it. I did some diving. I swam with sharks. I ate strange food. I met Norfolkians. Yes life is good. I tell you what uh, those Norfolkians are a strange bunch. They don't actually want to be part of Australia Yet they have to be because they're all broke. But interesting enough, you can buy a property today on Norfolk Island. If you have the uh, money, you can buy yourself a little piece of Norfolk. Wasn't always the way. You had to be Norfolkian once to be an owner of real estate in Norfolk. Now you no longer need to be Norfolkian because a lot of Norfolkians are actually aging. The aging population of Norfolk Island is a real phenomenon. All right, folks, today's the big day. I'm back. Yes, you've been listening to repeats. How did the repeats go? Have I lost all my listeners? Well, I don't know. I'm going to have to look at the stats after this to see if people are back, if they're listening, if they're interested in what my content is and, of course, the urban property investor. Now, you crazy urban property investors, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. Yes, it is time to dig into some predictions for 2023. Better late than never. All right. I'm just going to have to clear my throat. One sec. All right. Wow. There you go. If you uh, love hearing a podcaster clear his throat you have come to the right podcast so folks 25 predictions for 2023 i think the first prediction is people will once again take a long-term view at real estate things got a little bit perverted there during 2020 2021 and parts of 2022 of course real estate is a long-term sport And of course, that does mean that you need to take a long-term view. But the good thing about Australian real estate is down the track, we are going to have a huge migration of money, a transformation of money through a lot of the wealth, which is trapped with much older Australians changing hands. Again, 2023 will mark the footprint of people going, you know what, Uh, I'm not going to make money out of real estate over the next six months. It'll chase off those type of buyers. But for people who want to buy real estate and actually take a long-term viewpoint of it, it will definitely 
attract those people back into the market. More realistic kind of market 2023, more normalized market 2023. And I think that's a really, really good thing. People will also begin to see better buying opportunities in 2023. The bottom in many marketplaces will trough. In other marketplaces, it will actually bottom out. But what that actually does is allow for you as an investor, if you are thinking of buying in 2023, to get a better deal, better place, better proximity, better location, and of course, ultimately, a better price. I think the third prediction for 2023 is mean reversion. Everything eventually reverts to its mean. So it is a good uh, prediction to actually understand that overpriced real estate will come back in value and underpriced real estate will actually be seen as quite valuable as affordability constraints become a real thing for many people in the marketplace. Properties always revert to their mean. If they're overpriced, they will come back in value. And of course, if they're underpriced or if they're cheap or they are seen as a property place, a market or a property type, then you will get a reversion of the mean. So what does that actually mean? Well, if something's been underperforming for a long time, it can all of a sudden catch up on its underperformance with uh, a larger amount of growth, but spread out over a longer period of time. It is on its average, which is its mean. And of course, if something's overpriced, the same rationale applies. I think we will see mean reversion, both for properties which are affordable and opportunist, they will grow, but also properties which are overpriced and people paid way too much for the underlying asset will come back in value, mean reversion. The fourth prediction for 2023 is rental growth. Rental growth is going to happen. It's not an if, it will actually happen. Obviously, for rents to grow, Leases need to expire for rents to be put up on the tenants, and we're going to see that in droves. Obviously, it's a marketplace which takes a little bit more time to respond than, say, the sales market where you can look at an auction result on the weekend. A 12-month lease eventually expires, and then it is renewed and prices are put up. The prediction for 2023 is double-digit rental growth. I think it's going to be an amazing year for rents. If you're a landlord, you are going to be the winner. And of course, a lot of that extra cost to run a property is now being passed on to the tenant for property investors. If you're a tenant, not so much fun. But of course, the rental market has been undervalued for a very long time and is chasing the capital growth that was occurring in 21 and early 22. So the market is going to shift from being a focused market around capital growth to a focused market around rental growth, a great paradigm unfolding in 2023. The next prediction for 2023 is people are going to stop living in the past. Quite often when there is a property boom, people analyze real estate based on peaks and troughs. 
And of course, you don't want to be a peak to trough investor because it's ultimately never the perfect time to buy real estate. And of course, if you judge yourself by past peaks, you'll start to, uh, you know, maybe have the wrong association with real estate, which again pertains to its overall longer term performance and mean. So when it comes to people living in the past, it's fair to say, I think in 2022, for the last six months of 2022, people were living in the past. They were hoping interest rates would go back to zero. They weren't dealing with the new price of money very well. They were sitting back and waiting and just analyzing what was unfolding. Now people are living in the now and realize that things are not going back to the way they were and realize money is now priced appropriately. And of course, that is going to mean life will go on. And really, 2023 is the year that people start to realize this is now the new normal and life goes on, including making investment decisions. The next prediction for 2023 is capital is going to continue to move out of speculation assets and back into real estate. During deflation, speculation assets performed nicely. You had obviously money worthless in the bank and of course the correlating correlating, um, uh, dynamic of that was that people invested in more speculative assets. We had a crypto boom during the 10 years of deflation of the cost of money or the value of money. All of a sudden, we went from deflation to inflation, and when it comes to speculation assets, they have failed in inflation. Inflation reprices the value of assets to what they're worth based on what money is worth. Money is now worth something in the bank, and of course, that has repriced speculation assets. However, real estate has performed really nicely off the back of the repricing of money. And of course, real estate carries with it pricing power because of its rents. As such, real estate is an asset class whereby a lot of people will now relook at it as a safe bet compared to other asset classes. Hence why the prediction in 2023 is capital will move out of speculation assets and back into property. The next prediction's fairly similar. Superannuation will also start its love affair again with Australian real estate. It kind of slowed down for a bit there, but with rents on the rise, super funds can once again look into Australian property where the yields are actually improving. And of course, to avoid speculation assets, many pension funds, institutional super funds and self-managed super funds are probably going to feel safer in assets like real estate. Remember, superannuation, you need to invest. You can't not invest super. It needs to be put to work. Of course, for a lot of self-funded retirees, 
The rents that are out in the marketplace at the moment are pretty incredible. And of course, that means they can now grab a blue chip property, but also a really good rental return, which is, as they say, real estate is as safe as houses. And I think 2023 is actually going to unfold in that dynamic. The next prediction is affordability will test the market. Yes, obviously prices have moved. We've crossed the Rubicon when it comes to Australian real estate prices, particularly in the mega region from Melbourne to Brisbane along the coastline. Prices are actually rather rather heavy for many people inside society, even for many property investors. 2023 will mark the year where joint ventures and fractional ownership start to really take off in Australia. I know for some of my property investors, they're priced out of A-grade markets at the moment. One of the best ways to help them own A-grade real estate is actually to help them do a small joint venture and team up with someone else to own the better real estate in the marketplace. Housing affordability is a real challenge. And of course, joint ventures are happening now between government and private citizens. Joint ventures are really going to be one of the big, big changes to strategy into 2023. The next prediction is investors... And home buyers will be pickier in 2023 than they were during the boom periods where they were just about buying anything. People were going crazy. And obviously, I was warning that this would unfold, that if in a boom, people are often so excited through fear of missing out, they take on inferior assets and as the cost of money rises those assets get repriced and of course we're already starting to see c and d grade locations get a real repricing when it comes to their value in the marketplace and of course when it comes to 2023 what that means is people are going to want quality or niche when it comes to property as an investment. The flight to quality is unfolding. What that is, is in uncertain times, people fly to quality-based assets. And quite often there are more uncertain times than there are certain times. Hence why I've always taught that if you want to be a property investor, own flight to quality properties. In other words, properties whereby the market in a downturn or in negative territory still likes your property because it is either niche or it's actually quality based. The next prediction is capital growth in 2023 is a real possibility. In fact, even SQM Research has put out some reports If the world doesn't go through more shocks, then it is probable that there could be growth in places like Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Perth. Perth is suggested to be the most probable place for higher levels of capital growth, but obviously it's coming off a low base. 
The same dollar value can be created in some other markets with good reports of growth in places like Melbourne and Brisbane and Sydney. What that means is we may have just seen the bottom of the real estate market. And of course, when you leave the bottom, the market begins to rise. Now, some marketplaces around Australia have not reached the bottom of their market cycle. What I do love about major cities is quite often you see a peak to trough process, which is in the months, not the years. And I've always taught that in a downturn, more established communities weather the storm better than places which there is an element of the unknown. So it is probable in a place like Sydney, for example, to have a 18-month down period, but then an 18-month up period. It's more probable in a remote place to have 50 months of a downturn and 12 months of an upturn. Do you see the difference? It's a very important distinction. 2023 will mark some probable capital growth returning to the marketplace. The next prediction for 2023 is migration will boom. Of course, migration figures have improved constantly since the borders reopened, but 2023 marks the change in the algorithm for migration, government pushing for 220-odd thousand migrants per annum to return to the country. It's a huge amount. Remember, migration is run by Treasury, and of course, the idea of more migrants coming to the economy helps the economy produce more GDP, and we are going to see that migration is going to absolutely accelerate coming off a ridiculously low base. The winners for migration, of course, are markets like Sydney and Melbourne. And of course, interstate migration, southeast Queensland and Perth fare very, very nicely when it comes to interstate hoppers finding a new home. There will, however, be reverse migration, and we're already seeing patterns of that where people tried regional areas during the pandemic and have found them to be a bit dull and boring and are returning to major urban areas. And of course, reverse migration is pretty natural after people try a place, usually by virtue of renting in that area to begin with to see if they like it and retreat because it's not what they were expecting. But overall, migration is still going to unfold into the regions and of course net overseas migration back into our major cities is going to accelerate the markets in those particular areas. 2023 will also see the eventual end of the rate hike cycle. It won't keep going up. In fact, it is probable by the end of 2023 that rates will even come down. I think this is the one prediction a lot of property investors are hoping will happen, that the rate cycle or money cycle will actually reach its top 
and we will start the new era of what money is worth in the new cycle. When it comes to predictions for 2023, there will be six signals when it comes to clickbait and headlines driven through media. Obviously, those signals include interest rates, which will no doubt dominate headlines, economic growth, labor markets, inflation, rents, and supply are going to be the big conversation pieces when it comes to predicting the media in 2023. The next prediction for 2023 is supply is going to continue to fall away. There really is a problem here in Australia of producing enough real estate to keep up with where Australia is headed. New properties are not being produced fast enough. And of course, properties which are already owned in the established property market are not being sold off at a rate which is oversupplying the marketplace. In fact, rather than selling, most people who've made gains during the boom period have just been holding on to their assets and uh, riding out the storm. And this, of course, means that resales are slower than, um, you know, past periods. There's not a lot of stock being put back onto the market. And so not only do we have not enough stock being produced, but not enough stock from the established market going back on the marketplace. And of course, this will probably create a political headwind into 2024, where we'll probably be saying for the predictions of 2024 that government's got a real problem on their hands when it comes to overall uh, the overall challenge of uh, housing people and putting roofs over people's heads. Supply will continue to fall in 2023. It's actually a real concern. And of course, if supply flaws uh, falls at a rate whereby it becomes a problem and there is a, a squeeze on more demand, then quite often you get a price movement up. And of course, I think eventually that will unfold at some point. I might come back and talk a bit more about supply in another podcast because it is it is actually a massive conversation and something where Australia is running into a bit of a problem, a bit of a train wreck of not enough stock coming through the funnel. So the next prediction is shrewd investors and institutions will buy property as the numbers look strong. Yes, the fact that yields have not risen for over a decade actually has left a lot of institutional investors and blue chip investors, people like pensioners who are self-funded, baby boomers with a lot of money, they haven't been buying in the marketplace because typically they like blue chip real estate in quality-based suburbs where they can get a yield. If the market doesn't offer that, they don't necessarily drift off to places they have no idea about because they're not hunting capital growth. They've already got a lot of capital growth. What they're hunting is superior rental returns in neighborhoods they trust. This is going to unfold in 2023. Good blue ribbon neighborhoods, the rents are accelerating more so than anywhere else inside society. And of course, this creates with it the perfect storm of uh, cashed up, baby boomers 
buying an asset in a trusted location with a high rental return. So we will see shrewd investors coming back into the market, hunting out those rental returns. The next prediction for 2023, and this, by the way, is the 16th prediction, is global growth will slow or even recess, particularly in Europe and America. It's very probable there even is a recession in those places. Overall, emerging economies are going to get far more growth than places like America and Europe. Australia, though, will fare pretty well with low levels of growth, but growth nonetheless. The next prediction for 2023 is, it is fair to say that Southeast Queensland, Brisbane, combined with the Gold Coast, has crossed the Rubicon and become a city into itself that rivals that of Sydney and Melbourne. I always put Brisbane as a new world city with Sydney and Melbourne ranking as global cities in my five cities plan. Uh, I am now pushing up Brisbane to be ranked very close to Sydney and Melbourne in 2023, sitting really between halfway between a global city and halfway between a new world city. It really is a new global city when it comes to its vibrancy and also a truly 24-hour economy. Welcome aboard, Brisbane. You've finally made it. Uh, you've finally joined the big players of Australian real estate. Brisbane, of course, is now an equitable market. What that means is a lot of the localised community now have equity in their properties. And of course, that allows for the market to constantly be fluid. Prior to the boom, Brisbane uh, residents could never upgrade and buy other properties by selling their property for a profit and putting equity into another property or cash into another property, they were reliant upon their wage. This is not the case anymore. Uh, Brisbane locals could sell their property if they bought it a few years ago, get a handsome profit and go and upgrade. This creates this uh, liquid real estate. It is no longer an e-liquid marketplace. As such... Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane tend to be now voted the most liquid marketplaces going around. In other words, owning real estate, buying and selling, it all happens inside those marketplaces. When it comes to the next prediction, it really does pertain to newer and renovated or newly renovated properties will continue to remain popular on resale and popular for purchase for property investors. 2021 and 2022 kind of marked the transformation where a lot of people realised that buying an older property and trying to renovate it comes at an expense. And of course, if you can get yourself a newly renovated property or a newer property, it can quite often actually be cheaper. Now, let me explain that just so you kind of understand it. Uh, let's say you had a brand new uh, or sorry, a newly renovated property for a million dollars next door to an unrenovated property for $900,000. Both properties were comparable, 
both properties the same size, same land size, same street, same suburb, very comparable properties, but one is newly renovated and of course one is unrenovated and needing TLC. One's the $900,000, which is needing TLC. One is a million dollars, which is newly renovated. Which one is actually cheaper? Well, the answer will probably surprise you. The cheaper property is actually the million dollar property newly renovated. Why? Because the cost to renovate is anywhere from two to $4,000 per square meter. And of course, the market is on to this, hence why once... In, uh, investors look at an asset and apply the logic of improving the asset with capital costs. Uh, quite often, the maths does not stack up. So 2023, the marketplace will continue to be very, very buoyant for assets which are new, newer, or newly renovated. And of course, uh, that is following the footsteps of 2021 and 2022 into 2023. The next prediction for property investment pertaining to 2023 is without question, evidence-based investing is back in a big way. People during the pandemic bought properties here, there and everywhere. And of course, uh, that is that has you know, certainly worked during the period where money was worthless, but will it work during the period where money actually costs something? And of course, um, when it comes to what is a tried and true marketplace, a lot of investors will no longer jump into places which are speculative they're going to stick to normalize suburbs which are traditional places that have worked over the last 100 years of property investment. People are not going to speculate in strange little weird towns. That period is over and 2023 marks the period where by people are going to want to see good evidence as to why they should put their money back into the marketplace. The next prediction is the jobs market is going to slightly change with basically the unemployment figures rising. The jobless rate will uh, rise. It's been at an all-time low in 2022. And to be frank, the only way it can go is up if you're obviously accelerating your migration patterns and economically slowing down your economy, unemployment will rise. And I think it's fair to say we will get back to a four, four and a half percent unemployment rate, which is not such a bad thing because obviously if there's too much wage growth, that is a direct correlation on inflation and can continue to push interest rates up despite, uh, you know, obviously, you know, people, you know, could do with an extra hundred bucks a week or whatever it is. So the jobs market, the prediction in uh, higher unemployment. The next prediction is tenants will start to buy rather than deal with the tight rental market. The tight rental market is ridiculous 
when it comes to where things are at at the moment. There's just literally no properties. Someone moves out of a property the very next day. Someone moves into a property. And of course, for some tenants who perhaps have been tenants for too long, but have a few bob in their back pocket and can get into the marketplace, they will probably be getting a bit sick of the squeeze happening to them and start to consider, well, maybe it's time to own their own property rather than deal with the movement of rents. And of course, we think one of the big shoppers in 2023 will be basically uh, you know, renters who become homeowners or rent renters that become rent investors, which is going to unfold in 2023. The next prediction for 2023 is overseas investors are back. Yes, they have been, uh, you know, basically cast out of Australian economics for a while, namely through taxes. Uh, being stamp duty, foreign investors are actually taxed heavily if they want to buy real estate in Australia. But to offset that tax problem, which they will still encounter, we see that the low Australian dollar and geopolitical turmoil around the world will actually encourage people to pay the tax but buy real estate at a cheaper rate by virtue of the Australian dollar to safe haven money. Australian real estate has always been a safe haven, particularly for Asian economies with uncertain activities, geopolitical tensions around the world. We see that the idea of safe havening money by owning Australian real estate, basically banking money in Australia by controlling Australian real estate is worth the payment of the tax by virtue of getting the discount through the Australian dollar. The next prediction for 2023 is rich people will really see what's going on when it comes to the rental marketplace. Rich people understand that rents don't often go down in value. If interest rates were to go down, it's not common for you to put your interest rates down with, it's not common for you to put your rents down as interest rates tumble. When interest rates go up, it is common, however, to put your inter, your rents up to match the interest rates. So what is unfolding behind the scenes and the prediction is that rich people get it, their yield by virtue of the dollar figure is actually very, very impressive out in Australian real estate. And of course, um, understanding that interest rates do not stay still and eventually find a equilibrium and at some point over measured over a 30-year period go down in value, but your cash flow doesn't go down as much then of course we see that the long-term viewpoint of real estate is around the rents at the moment. It really is an interesting dynamic. I know for my own personal portfolio, over the last uh, three months, I've found an extra close to $500 per week in rent from a few of my properties. 
Now, that that rental increase has been applied to those properties. Now, of course, interest rates have go, gone up, but that may last for three years before the economy needs to put the rates back down to deal with some other shock. But I will get to keep that $500 per week or the most part of it, even if interest rates drop back down. The idea around cash flow being a protector of inflation is real. Real estate has pricing power. And of course, for wealthier people, this means they can reach retirement quicker because their rents are doing more of the work for them. Fundamentally, that $500 a week extra I'm getting in rent, I now need less assets to reach my retirement figure because I'm getting more rent. So it actually allows me to accelerate when I choose to retire. It's an interesting dynamic. And 2023 is whereby a lot of savvy investors get that and see that part of the marketplace. The next prediction, and we're up to prediction 24, by the way, is the Australian jobs market is going to be underpinned by mega state-based projects into the billions. In fact, we are calling 2023 a bit of an infrastructure boom. It's infrastructure underway, but so much of it which is going to accelerate in 2023. We've got train tunnels being built in Victoria, aerotropolises being built in New South Wales. We've got the Olympics happening inside of Southeast Queensland massive, massive projects which will accelerate and, of course, underpin, really, the economic growth here in Australia. The final prediction of 2023 is pricing power will actually improve. Uh, Banks which have to work off household expenditure measures or living expenses as calculations realise that they need to get more money out of the bank into the market. There is really no deleveraging happening inside of Australian real estate. Banks have got plenty of money and uh, they want to lend it to you. And of course, they're doing as much as they can to make the numbers work for everybody inside the marketplace. By way of example, six months ago, you know, banks were calculating for investors, the rental return of what they were buying at 80% of the rent. Now they're calculating it at 90% of the rent for some banks. What this is doing is making sure liquidity is happening, that people can borrow money. When real estate markets go through a deleveraging, it means that the banks don't want to lend money. And of course, this really tightens the market up. It makes it virtually impossible for the market to be successful. This is not the case in 2023. There is no deleveraging. And in fact, the market is signaling that it wants more leverage out. It wants more money to be lent. And it is actually very easy to get a loan if you can qualify for it. It's, uh, it's uh, Money is out there to be, to be had. So they're the predictions for 2023. Hey, welcome back to the show. I really hope you guys uh, have a big year in property. I know I plan to, and I'll do my best to share some awesome content and wisdom this year. If there's anything you want me to talk about, please 
you know, feel free to reach out to me and, um, you know, make a suggestion of what you want discussed on the show this year. I'll do a better job at asking the listeners if uh, there's anything that's on your mind that you want me to tackle. There's not really a uh, conversation in real estate that I cannot talk about. And if I don't, don't know the answer, I'll definitely know someone who does. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Urban Property Investor. To never miss an episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app or on YouTube. I would love it if you give the show a rating and share it with your friends and family. In between episodes, you can always keep in touch with me by connecting on social media over Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Until we meet again on the next episode of the Urban Property Investor, take care and bye for now.